Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nerd Wars Live. I'm so happy. I had such a fun fight tonight. Two people I'm really a big fan of. I'm so grateful they're here. And I got two of my friends in studio. I'm going to meet you. I want you to meet them first so you know who they're going to be teaming up with. Hey, Ian and Adon, welcome back to the show. Your mics are on now. Yes. Hey. hey. I, did it. <laughs> I love it. Love peace and chicken, Grease. Glad to be back. This Always a pleasure. This one's going to be intense. Oh, I'm can excited. You, can you tell? It's going to be see, a bloodbath. People in the chat are getting, ooh, they think this is going to be, a, ooh, this could get crazy. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the topic is a little crazy because I didn't really I haven't met a lot of people who don't think the Mandalorian is in a good place but I found a man who who disagrees uh, and uh, let's meet them both our two guests today uh, standing for the Mandalorian first up we got Boogie2988 what's up Boogie? Baby Yoda for life I'm gonna get a tattoo of Baby Yoda right here on my forehead just to piss dick off <laughs> Well, you are you are uh, in the you are in the majority. I would say, Boogie. I think most people are on your side. But of course, because it's it's the first good thing Disney's done since they bought the license. Am I am I wrong here, folks? Come Absolutely on. Absolutely right. Well, I'm not gonna play my. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay open to both sides. But Dick, you requested this when I asked Dick and booked you on the show. I was like, what do you? What's give me an unpopular opinion? And he immediately told me. And then he went off on rants on Twitter. But Dick, you are not a fan of the Mandalorian. Is that correct? Mandalorian, more like Mandasnorian. Oh. oh. <laughs> Wow, he's, he's starting with his big <laughs> guns right Vicious. away. Oh, Pascal, more like pedo Pascal. Do you know what I'm saying? Is that better for you? I hate the Mandalorian. The, <laughs> the Mandalorian sucks, man. If I wanted to watch Milhouse's dad cruise around space and fail all the time, I'd go, I, there's there's plenty of other guys I can check out for that. This show's terrible. This show's terrible. <laughs> can uh, I this borrow is like a Jawa? Sorry, I, I needed to do a Milhouse's dad song because that was, that was a deep cut. <laughs> Go ahead. Kirk Van Houten. Yeah, anyway, so Dick Master of the Dick Show. Welcome to the show. Boogie and Dick, uh, this is a lot of fun. Uh, you guys are going to – this is I, – I, I know you both can really fight this, but you guys will have assistance here. So let's show who's on whose team. Uh, Boogie, you have Ian on your side. Team Alpha, Ian, you will be fighting for the Mandalorian. And Dick, you have Adon <coughs> – sorry, Adon on your side. Uh, you guys will be fighting against – uh, the Mandalorian and and Adon Adon got this late. <laughs> no, I, I, let's be I've fair. been mentally preparing all day for this. I'm I'm good for you, Dick. You're but good. He, Adon's one of our <laughs> best. So I, he can, he, Ian and Adon are great, but they both can go either way. They they swing both ways. Wow. Uh, but this will be a lot of fun. Uh, but I I want to make sure we I, you didn't get complete because I know this was this was tougher for you. But I like that he's challenge. He took the challenge. He did it's take good. the challenge. I went out like a bitch. No. It's <laughs> like no, I cannot do it. Uh, all right. So here's how the show works. We're gonna give you guys both first opening arguments before we do that i want to sort of make sure you guys in the chat know how this works you guys can get involved here at nerd wars i read your chats if you become a member you'll get the after show exclusively where we talk with the guests can stick around we'll be there we do a really fun little after show that's uh, more fun and then we also uh, you get those little loyalty badges so you stick up in there and yada 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 uh, and it supports the show keeps it going so you can also uh super chat in questions i will be interrupting the show if you guys give those mounts it's on the bottom of the screen i like to get all this away so you guys know how it works if you guys get heated and you're like no, no one's saying something. That's your chance to get involved. I'm tricking you. I'm like, yeah, I want you guys to get all saliva. Like, I need to get in this fight. And then now you can. Um, so that's how you get involved. Thank you guys for supporting and for watching. Let's do this. This is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Team Alpha, you're going to start this. Uh, I want to start with you, Boogie, give you a first, an opening argument. Don't go too long. Just give me an opening argument as to why the Mandalorian. And the question, uh, sorry, let me make sure I've said the question. Is the Mandalorian bad for Star Wars? That's really how we're going to sort of uh, define this. Okay. You guys are both okay with that, the terminology? Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. 
Uh, you can change it however you want. Uh, but man, somebody, Tommy uh, C is already saying Boogie will win. Uh, Ryan Cannell from RK Outpost is saying Team Dick. Uh, and Augie F- uh, RFC, what is this? This is epic. I agree. Let's get to it. Also, I got to shout out Anthony Rodello. Thank you for becoming a Nerd Warrior. Uh, that means a lot. Uh, you help support the channel, so bla- bravo. Thank you, sir. All right, let's do this. Boogie, you get the first opening uh, argument. Let's hear it. Why uh, is The Mandalorian good for Star Wars? Look, all right, nobody here is defending Disney, all right? I'm not here to defend Disney. Is Disney bad for Star Wars? Absolutely. You know who is worse for Star Wars, though? George freaking Lucas, okay? Have you watched the prequels? Because even as an adult, I've gone back to watch those a second and third time. They just get worse the more you watch them, okay? All right, and the, and the new movies, hey, look, there's parts of my like, there's parts of my hate. But The Mandalorian is the best piece of Star Wars we've gotten since Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, that's right. It's better than Return of the Jedi because Return of the Jedi have Ewoks. Screw Ewoks. <laughs> if you're here to defend Ewoks, Dick, and, and uh, over Baby Yoda, let me tell you something. You've already lost, okay? It's as simple as that. This is bringing in people to Disney+, Plus, which is a great service, by the way. I used to buy those tapes from the vault for 30 or 40 bucks a pop. Now I get literally every Marvel film, every Star Wars film for a handful of change a month, and it's brand new stuff. Baby Yoda is a meme that the internet is in love with. It's bringing brand new fans into Star Wars. And more importantly, they set aside the politics. They set aside the the social justice. They set aside the diversity and have focused on Star Wars. And that's why The Mandalorian is perfect. All right, Dick, let's hear your side. I got two words for you, Boogie. Space toilet. This, the Mandalorian opens with a space toilet where you suddenly are struck with a Ratatouille-esque moment of imagining every character you've ever met and loved in the Star Wars universe taking a shit in space. I'm talking about Luke Skywalker taking a shit, Han Solo taking a shit, Chewbacca taking a shit and dealing with Wookiee Dingleberries, uh. Princess Leia taking a shit, Yoda taking a shit. Darth Sidious taking a shit. Darth Vader taking a shit. Does he take his helmet off when he shits or not? Who knows? These are the questions you're left with in the opening scene of The Mandalorian. Shitting all throughout the Star Wars extended universe. It is a it is a show that is too short, that has no tone. And quite frankly, I think I'm seeing the entire fan base dealing with a rebound relationship. They've been fucked. So hard by their last girlfriends, George Lucas fucked them three times in a row. Rian Johnson fucked them twice in a row hard and then never called back. And now we're so grateful at our new, at this new girl. We want to introduce the Mandalorian to our parents. But I'm here to tell you that this bitch will not hunt. This is a, this is a, this is a simp, this is a dud. It's another dud in a long line of duds. Yeah, dildo um, there you go. Oh, wow. All right. Well, there, that, <laughs> you, that, those are some openings. Bravo. I mean, you guys are out the gate. All right. Boogie, go ahead. Respond. Dick, you can interrupt. Go for it. You guys are fighting all out. Go for it. A space toilet. Okay, look, if you want to see the biggest steaming dump in the world, okay, go watch Phantom Menace, okay? Uh, th- this franchise has been dead since then. This is the first breath of life we've had in it since then and you you understand this right by the way why why was Jabba the Hutt not taking a dump there out of all the people that I want to see take a dump in the Star Wars universe it's going to be Jabba the Hutt but if you want to see Jabba the Hutt's dump go watch Return of the Jedi go go see what they did with these fucking Ewoks okay this the, the series was never good you understand that Star Wars is only decent and so the Mandalorian being decent is good don't forget what Harrison Ford told 
um, Mark Hamill on the set of the original Star Wars trilogy. Mark Hamill looks at Harrison and says, hey, in the previous scene, weren't we just in the trash compactor? Our hair should be wet for this uh, for this scene. And Harrison Ford said, it ain't that kind of movie, kid. It ain't that kind of movie, kid, Dick. It's a, it ain't it's that a kind movie, of movie full of hope. It's a movie where a bunch of kids full of hope and dreams and magic are trying to kill their dads who are jerks and bringing their dad's <laughs> system down. The Mandalorian is a depressing chore fest. I have a to-do list of a bunch of pointless shit that I could be doing too. And I'd rather be doing that than watching the Mandalorian act like Vin Diesel in the pacifier throughout the Star Wars universe. These Dude, what, what is your fucking is life? <laughs> what is your life like? where being a fucking bounty hunter with a sniper rifle that disintegrates people so that you can protect a magic baby that looks just like Yoda, that's yeah. depressing and boring to you. What are you doing, banging strippers on piles of cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are you doing, well, man? That got, the Mandalorian got beat up by a woman. That's that's the that's the end of my fantasy. That's the end of my space fantasy right now. It has become oh, a nightmare oh, from that movement oh, on. The oh man looking at the woman picking out his clothes, for God's sake. This is a relationship you're describing in space. This is, this is a world, by the way, with a giant talking slug that kidnaps princesses, okay? And you can get your head around that. You can get your head around Ewoks killing stormtroopers, okay? Yeah. The elite troopers, yes. all right? You can't get your head around a woman that might be strong enough to beat up the Mandalorian oh. when he's wearing 90 pounds of armor and she was completely free of hand. She could do whatever she wanted to the guy. The guy can barely move in that suit of armor. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe she's better trained. Maybe she's better trained in hand-to-head -hand combat. You can't get your head around that, but you can get your head around little tiny Ewoks butt-raping uh, 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 stormtroopers. Is that what you're telling me? No, you know what, Boogie? It's not the strength. It's not her strength. It's her intelligence. That's what I don't buy, that a woman could be more intelligent than the Mandalorian. Uh, you, if you shit on Ewoks one more time, the Ewoks are adorable and they are resourceful. I, but They will fuck you up, man. Those Ewoks, they're like a thousand Kevin McAllisters running around the woods <laughs> fucking up stormtroopers. Baby Yoda it basically relies on the powers of Christ to deal with his enemies. Does that sound like an ally you want to have? No. Wow. Listen, listen, listen. I, I literally never thought I, I thought low of people before, but I never thought I'd see somebody defend fucking Ewoks, dude. They ruined my childhood. You remember I was a 10 year old boy, nine year old boy, went and saw Return of the Jedi in the theater and was utterly disgusted. Even then, I couldn't handle that kind of pandering bullshit. Oh, fuck you. They were adorable. <laughs> I saw that shit as a kid, too. I leapt out of my seat and cheered. That's the last time I cheered at a Star Wars movie. Oh, okay, all right. Well, isn't that what everybody hated about the first uh, episode seven is that it was a rehash? Well, I'm sorry. Did you pay attention to Return of the Jedi? Because it's just a new hope with a different title scroll. Hey, speaking of pay attention, why does every episode of The Mandalorian have six minutes of recap from the previous Boar Fest? Because it's a TV show. That's how they do TV shows, Dick. Have you watched literally any television show on any network ever? There's always a recap. They come out weekly. It's serialized, Dick. It's serialized. It's six minutes of recap. 12 minutes of, of beautiful masturbatory fan art and a 32-minute <laughs> character drama in the middle? What? The, where the fuck is... What is that this fan art? Is, it gives me a huge erection. He's right. Watch episode really three. It had a 22-minute shootout, okay? It was literally the Magnificent Seven. 
the Mandalorian versus fucking 30 different bounty hunters. He shot Carl Weathers in the chest, for God's sakes. How are you bored by that? And then all the jetpack guys come flying in. It's, it's like I'm listening to my six-year-old nephew talk about a dream he had. And then the flying jetpack guys come in. Okay, great. And then what? And then what? Uh, this is this. Jetpacks cool. jet are Star Wars. Jetpacks are Star Wars. Or did you not pay attention to Return of the Jedi either? <laughs> Look, uh, if there is an Imperial Planned Parenthood I can donate to that would put this baby Yoda out of his misery, I'm for it. I'm tired of his ass. I don't want to. The whole time I'm watching him, I'm thinking that he. If, I'm wondering if he's legal or not because he's 50 years old. It's very uncomfortable. It's very unseemly for a character to to to. <laughs> Uh, to be so advanced in age and yet so childish. It's gross. Look, the, the reason you hate Baby Yoda is because you like Ewoks, okay? And you have to admit, Ewoks, you want to talk about abortions, that's an abortion <laughs> of the Star Wars universe, okay? That's the cheapest bullshit pandering I have ever seen, okay? They're almost as bad as Porgs, for God's sakes. You're upset because they finally got something cute in the Star Wars universe that doesn't annoy everybody, that doesn't piss everybody off, okay? And it just happens to be a magical version. By the way, George Lucas came in on designing Baby Yoda. I don't know if you know this, but this is how much care and how much love has gone to The Mandalorian because they consulted with George Lucas saying, we want to put a character from Yoda's race into the show. How do we do it? And George said, I don't know, because he's always meant to be a mystery. I never wrote it. I never wrote down what his race is supposed to be. So you uh, have to leave it a mystery. Okay, it's the perfect. Idea factory mm -hmm. of it's George perfect. Lucas who came up with such gems as Jar Jar and this the lizard Han Solo and that. Oh, and that oh it came up with right? Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader and Princess Leia and Han Solo and the Millennium Falcon and literally everything you're here to defend. Yes, George Lucas sometimes gets it right and you know it and you have to admit it. And all that shit is being slowly chiseled away every bite with every single episode. IG-88, the tough, badass bounty hunter is now delivering punchlines for the kids on the short bus about his self-destruct button. What was, I thought the first time he said it gave me cancer. By the third <laughs> time I was, by the third time he hit that something. By the way, you have a robot delivering punchlines and you still can't hit the, and you still can't hit the timing. What does that say about the director? <laughs> this is a, you've got a, a synthesized being delivering your comedy and you still can't get it right. It's the tone of this show that makes no sense. You've got five minutes of shit jokes to begin the show. You've got three, you've got a guy constantly delivering uh, uh, self-destruct buttons during what is supposed to be an epic battle where uh, then you've got you've got the Mandalorian fighting a woman which is basically a choreographed dance routine because it's certainly not a fight I was never in any I was there was never any concern from my end about the safety of either of these participants it's all over the place here's what I'm saying okay I'll admit, I'll give you a little bit of ground here, Dick, because you deserve it. Is, is The Mandalorian perfect? No, because Star Wars isn't perfect, okay? But you know what makes The Mandalorian good for Star Wars, which is the point I'm arguing right now? It's the fact that it extends the universe beyond the original trilogy, okay? Everybody hates it when they literally prop up the dead corpses of Mark Hamill and, 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 and Harrison Ford and God love Carrie Fisher, okay? We don't want to see this shit anymore. That stuff needs to go away. It needs to be buried. 
create, extend the universe, make more. And yes, they're treading familiar ground. And yes, it's not perfect, but it's good. Nobody it's good. Is. And that's what makes it good for Star Wars. You're going to create a brand new generation of kids who are subscribing to Disney Plus to get their Mohana on, to I get their Star Wars. Fuck the, the but that's a generation of kids that are going to go with me uh, to, to Disneyland to explore the drink blue milk, to hang out with Kyle freaking Ren, okay? And that's what's going to keep Star Wars alive. All right, hold on. I, Dick, I want to get into but I because I, I, I want to keep this going as long as you guys want to go because it's fucking amazing. But, Hilarious. Um, Luke, I'm, I'm a fight. little confused, Boogie. You've gone, you, you, you're praising George Lucas, but then you're also saying, well, George Lucas came in for Yoda. What is it? Are you against Lucas? Is, is Lucas the savior of this or is he not? Okay. So first off, you got to know my personality by now, Andy. I'm somebody who looks at the good somebody does and discounts the bad they do. I can look at George Lucas and say he he screwed up the prequels, but I'm always going to celebrate the first three movies he made, even though he didn't direct the best of the lot. Regardless, okay, he's an incredible mind who gets it right part of the time, and I'm going to focus on when he gets it right part of the time. I mean, his scripts, don't get me wrong, his scripts for 7, 8, and 9 were fucking horrible. I don't know if you've seen these YouTube videos where they out it, and he's talking about the wills, and how, like, the, they manipulate midichlorians inside people. I mean, don't get me wrong, that would have been horrible. There's a reason Disney didn't take his scripts and run with them, because they were bad. I didn't want to watch a microscopic level of creatures battling it out, okay? But... When it comes to stuff like Luke Skywalker, when it comes to his ship designs, when it comes to Han Solo, who's one of the best rogues in any literature written today, when it comes to making the hero's journey a household name in a way that we tell stories moving forward since 1973 or 74, I mean, he got it right. He nailed it, man. All right. And then uh, yeah. go ahead, Dick. You ever want to respond to that? I think the hero's journey climax at the end of episode one, when for no reason the Mandal Mandalorian decided not to execute the stupid baby Yoda. This is the worst bounty hunter in a parsec. Oh my God, that is the definition of the hero's journey. He went through a trial, learned something, and came back changed. That's, that's the episode definition of the, the hero's of the journey, Dick. He grew a little bit that day. Sit down and watch the fucking Grinch. And the rest, that is episode one. Episode two is him hunting down a Cadbury egg from a rhinoceros. <laughs> from a <laughs> Who gives a fuck about that? That's a, I rolled my eyes into the uh, Kessel Run on that one. Oh, I thought you were in love with the original trilogy, so I thought you'd love to see, uh, what are the little, the little fucking, what are, what are the little guys? Jawas? What are they called? Yeah, Jawas. I thought you'd love to see the Jawas. I love seeing the Jawas. I did. I wanted you know them why? Because they weren't fucking Ewoks. What were we going to say, Dick? You wanted to see Jawas what? I did. I wanted them to get their asses kicked, and they didn't. It was like a, a one big cock tease after another with this show. That leads me into another thing that you are completely discounting, by the way. They are not afraid for putting violence in this show. The Mandalorian is running around, hitting people in the face with missiles, ripping their armor open. He's literally melting stormtroopers with a flamethrower. He's killed more people than Walter White did in the entire run of Breaking Bad, okay? And that's by episode four. This dude is a badass. It is a violent show. 
and I love how violent it is. This is Disney growing a pair and setting aside all the social justice they shoved into the other movies that made it so fucking impossible to watch. This girl that you're so upset about, at least she didn't have purple fucking hair, right? At least, yeah, at least she looked like a woman, right? Yeah, like there's one thing attractive. I love is cramming celebrity cameos into my movies to take me out of everything I'm watching. There's Because no, no one can act like an athlete. All Let's right. cram up some muscle-headed chick in there to read the lines like she's reading them off a cue card. Dick, Great I, job, John Favreau. Thanks a lot. I actually, I actually loved that episode. I, wanna, I actually loved that character. I watched and it in I, slow motion so I could see her arms wobbling around. Oh Dick, my God. I want to get some perspective. What shows do you like? What TV shows would you say are actually good shows? Just so I can get a sort of gauge of comparison. Only Mad Men. That's the only show you like? That's the only show I watch. I watch it every day. Over well, I can see again. where that would be a masturbatory fantasy for you at this point. <laughs> uh, let me think. I'm trying to think. You know what? I watched uh, The Righteous Gemstones. I love that. All Danny McBride shows. Okay, so you do watch TV is all I'm trying to make sure I, I understand. Because <laughs> you're complaining I, I like about a lot of TV tropes, and I'm just curious. Like, do you like television? Well, I like when they're well done. I mean, uh, this it feels like it feels like the main character in this is Worf. Like, you know how every episode of TNG, someone would come in and kick Worf's ass? To show yeah. how strong they exactly. were. Yep. That's fine for Worf, but this is the main guy we're talking about. Not everyone needs to kick his ass. Interesting. Right, you, that, that's a good again, point. Boogie, a lot of the your... serialized television shows I watched growing up, whether it was the A-Team or, or any, I like Airwolf or any of this stuff, you saw that all the time. It's a great way to establish a new character, to have him come in. And, and this he has backstory with this character as well. I mean, I get it. I get it. She's about two foot shorter than the guy. So the, the, the reality of her actually being able to beat his ass. But in a fantasy, a sci-fantasy, it's not even sci-fi, science fiction. It's sci-fantasy. In a fantasy, anything is possible. Man, it's fantasy for God's sakes. Boogie, what's your, like you said, we saw Boogie, what's your what's your response? Cadbury egg. What's your response to the wharf criticism? Because that that is something I'm hearing from Dick that I I think is a valid criticism. He does he has and we're only up to what episode five up four episodes. And we're episode four. Four right. episodes, but it's like it really is sort of coming to a joke of a point of like yeah everyone can sort of beat him up and he sort of tells he tells everybody who he is like is and there I, a little I, what, what what's I your think, response to that? I think the story arc that they're telling him is because, keep in mind, when we meet the Mandalorian, if I'm not mistaken, he's very early on in his journey. He's been a foundling. He's gotten his training. He's gotten his first piece of armor. He has yet to get a crest on it. He had yet to be able to get a full suit of armor, which he finally got, what, in episode three. Um, this is a character who's at the beginning of his journey. So I don't think he's supposed to be Boba Fett yet. I think he's supposed to be learning. And on top of that, like I said, it's a trope at this point. You have a big, powerful character. You have a big, powerful hero. In the 60s and 70s shows, someone would come in, kick their ass, and you would immediately gain respect for that person. And it's very common when there's a, a, a back history with that person, someone who knows that person, has studied that person, has worked with that person before, knows his weaknesses, knows how to get in. So, I, again, I think The Mandalorian is just going to get better and better and stronger and stronger as the show progresses. And I think right now, when we're at four episodes in, it's okay to see him get his ass beat every once in a while. Can I add one thing? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I want to say as well that uh, it, one of the, uh, the criticisms of the new, new uh, tri uh, uh, trilogy was Ray wins too much. And it, it's refreshing to see someone that's like, uh, you know, like a human being that can lose from time to time. Let's not act like he loses all the time. Like well, his let's, first episode, let's be he honest. Got, he he, we're ass. halfway through the season, and pretty much every episode, 
He's got his ass whooped at least he once. He gets knocked down. He get up okay. again. Okay, but yeah, he doesn't but, get better. But he we, has to call are for the fact each time. that he outwitted, hey. outsmarted, and outshot literally thirty bounty hunters all at once? I mean, he was he oh, was yeah. basically he was ready to go out like a G. Okay, he, he, he was going, ready to die. Yeah, That's what he was ready to do. That's all we were gonna see. That was gonna be I'm a sorry, short he's not season. A Skywalker with powers, like like all the other stories. Like it's refreshing to get something new. When people tuned into Mandalorian, they wanted to see a badass. They wanted to see a character that. Go in and work the field and just kill everybody and uh, get it done. We are not yeah. getting that. We're getting a character that. So you wanted John Wick in space? Yes. And yes, I would love John Wick in space. That is awesome. That should be John Wick four. And I'm just saying. <laughs> he's definitely not John Wick. It's true. He's, he's not. Yeah, John he's Wick. not. But and you wanted we, John Wick. He's not John Wick. He's not. And that's why it's not working for me. Because even let's be fair, John Wick gets hit too, but like not yes. to the extent that the Mandalorian's he's, getting hit. Yeah, he's been he's knocked out. He's been knocked down and is like, I guess we'll get soup together, huh? The, the Jawas have <laughs> worked him over, too. Like, knocked him off am, am the I, ship. Am like, I the only, that was episode am I the two. Only, am I the only person that was paying attention when he walked into a room with, like, four stormtroopers and murdered them all instantly? I gave like, you that I, point. I gave I the you only that point. And that was watching? after getting the upgrade no. from the uh, the armor. Yeah, and, like, the stormtroopers can't shoot very well, right? Stormtroopers are legendarily a joke. They never hit shit. I'm, st I'm still just saying, dude, if you're their point-blank range, they don't have to try that hard. Even a stormtrooper can hit you from a foot away. Mm. Well, here's what I want to get you guys focused on, because I, I, why is this bad for Star Wars? Like, whether it's bad or good is sort of a, a easy, you know, it's subjective, right? But why is it bad for Star Wars is what I wanted to sort of aim us, because I, I think you've both made fair points as to why it's good. And surprisingly, Dick, I'll give you, because I like the show, but you've, you've turned me a couple different directions in the show. Okay, that's a fair criticism. But why is this Thanks. direction a bad direction for Star Wars? I want to hear about that. Go ahead. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, it's it's the space toilet all throughout the show. Take take for example when the Mandalorian starts welding his ship back together. It struck me in this sudden feeling of that's all you had to do to have a ship in space is find some guy with a bass mouth and spot weld a bunch of sheet metal back Dang, together. That's it. So Luke was just sitting on that shitty farm planet Tatooine. All he had to do was weld a box together and he could leave it. I thought there was something a little more special about going into space, that it that these ships were not made of crude matter, as Yoda would put it, that they were transports into a world of adventure. And here you go, people who don't understand this, just welding it together like they're chopping a car and putting it back together. It ruins the world. It ruins the magic of the world. As much as there is as much as they've destroyed the force in the prequels, this is doing it to even the even the things and the objects and that's what i hate about it uh it's less special my man less special why boogie why is it why, why do you feel like you disagree with that why is it making star wars more special well okay i don't think it's making it more special but i don't think it's destroying anything if i'm being entirely honest with you man surprise surprise a a spaceship in space is just some uh, energy, some thrusters, and a big metal box for you to set in, just like a car here is on Earth. I mean, like, I don't know why that's disappointing for you. Uh, we already know what makes a lightsaber a lightsaber. It's a kyber crystal, dude. Like, it's all been explained. It's all been written down. It doesn't make it any less amazing, the fact that they've given us science fiction that shows us the show. And even if it even if it was, even if it was did take away his little jump ship, how is that bad for anybody? That's not a, That's not a problem, okay? Uh, I, I honestly, I can't even understand the point that you're making. You're disappointed that a ship is made of of stuff. It's just mechanical. Well, no shit, Dick. It, uh, no shit. It turns out, turns out, spaceships are just spaceships. <laughs> okay. Let, 
let me say this. I'll, I'll, I'll chime in with Dick here. There was another part of it that I felt that was kind of a little bit offensive when I thought about it. Baby Yoda. I'm going to say I this. I baby, baby Yoda made me feel like he is the special needs version of Yoda species. Like Yoda lived up to 90 years old. He only, uh, which is like he died of old age. So if we did the math and we Nine, say that's 900. Uh, 900. But if I'm saying it's like if we did the math and we say for every 10 years, that's like the equivalent of one year. That kid should be the uh, equivalent of a five-year-old. I've met many a five-year-old. I have a lot of friends that have five-year-olds. That kid's like the uh, mentality of an infant. He's been around for 50 years, surrounded by a bunch of people, bounty hunters, been tracked down, lived a life. And at no point does he go, yo, Mando, we need to get out of here. He doesn't have any facilities to function, and yet he's like, and he looks like Gizmo, shaved down and painted green. But are we supposed to knock points for mentally challenged babies? Yeah, yeah, that's goodness gracious. No, we take away points for uh, using them to uh, as propaganda to make your franchise go far. Good, good spin. Okay, good. All right, okay. So number one, let me let me counter with this. Let me counter this. Number one. I, I don't know if you've got a biology degree in alien species, but we have no clue what the gestation period of this particular mysterious race happens to Puberty be. Hits for all I hard know, he goes his species at from 51 that point years of view. old. He literally hits his growth spurt, gets whatever the alien version of testosterone is, and grows a three-foot-long penis. I don't know. I, I have no clue. Okay, I'm surprised you think you know. Okay. Mm. Secondly. Secondly, that's what's so cool about the character. The character is mute, the character is silent, the character is mysterious, just like Yoda was in the original movies. We know so little about him, and he's already so powerful at that age that he's literally taking a 900-pound beast and holding it in the air with his hand. That, that's why people want this thing. That's why they either want to kill it or control it. It's what makes the bounty so worthy. And the fact that it's vulnerable is what makes the story good. That's why it's a good story. And doesn't that the take away from the other movies it. that like we're trying to watch Star Wars and we're and this is supposed to be in the universe and you have this uber powerful uh, character who is like at a baby infant size is on par with Luke Skywalker now? Well, let me let me say this too. You remember Flashpoint, right? When Superman was grew up in a lab environment, so he's all extra skinny and didn't know much. This pretty much this Yoda is awkward. He doesn't know how to act around people, so he's not handicapping special you son of he, a bitch he knew enough he, to uh, like lift up a rhino he's testing his powers he doesn't know how to talk he doesn't know how to that do wasn't things. a test he was like looked at he him was and said, no. he was trying that was a struggle and he passed and he, out you know yoda wouldn't do that yoda wouldn't just pass out when she lifting he stuff. looked like he gasmed <laughs> and let's Stupid, keep in man. mind we know that this character has had 50 years of practice at this point sure it's in his gestation period but we've seen the character stand up uh, manipulate things with its hands. It's definitely not necessarily a baby. I think it's just small and doesn't talk. And we I, see him. You, eat you might all be right. Things baby, in his right. He's a freaking needs. baby. It's whatever. <laughs> Let's not get lost in if it's a baby. All right. Closing arguments here, and I'm gonna uh, last chance for you guys to get your uh, your thoughts in if you want to and get involved in the fight. So go ahead. I'll be collecting in a minute. But f- closing thoughts here, Boogie. Why is the show? You've defended a lot of the, you know, hated on a lot of the other things about the Star Wars universe. Why is the Mandalorian so strong for the sake of future Star Wars? I want to hear a bit more. Like, just give me a what? Why? What makes it so great that we got to think? You know what? This is finally the right track. Can you can you leave me a bit more there? It's very simple because what we've seen so far when it comes to Star Wars is 
they're relying on us to clap when we see Darth Vader, clap when you hear the Emperor, right? They, all they've done is retread, try to play it safe. When they varied it up, when Ryan Johnson got in there and tried to uh, divert our expectations, subvert our expectations, he ruined the fucking franchise. He did so much damage that I don't think this uh, trilogy can recover from it. I can't imagine what the next movie could possibly be. And then on top of that, they're trying to shove diversity. They're trying to shove um, uh, social justice. Social justice in a fantasy. This is a fantasy, guys. It's it's okay for whatever crazy world George Lucas made up to not reference our real world politics. That's the whole reason I watch fantasy. I want to see a different take on the world, different take on the universe. And so this shows that the folks at Disney understand that it's okay to just indulge a little bit and not indulge in putting Darth Vader at the end of Rogue One, but indulge in allowing us to explore this universe and they knew that they know that they can't just keep retreading the same stuff. They need to breach out. You know, I was one of the people that when they described what they were going to put at Disneyland and Disney World and I found out it had nothing to do with the original trilogy and it was its own planet with its own storyline, I was horribly disappointed. But after going there and after experiencing it, I feel exactly the same way about it as I do the DeLorean. Getting away from George Lucas's creation is the only way to make Star Wars good. And the Mandalorian shows that they're willing to take the violence, the the, the storylines, the, 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 the mythical, magical world, the force, all of the elements that we like and blend it into something new and expand the universe in a way that I think is one of the best expansions of the universe anyone has written since the first movie prepared in 1974. This is absolutely good for Star Wars. All right, and then, Dick, why is it not good for Star Wars? Why is this bad for Star Wars? I, I mean, you've given me a lot of it, but where do you want to end this debate on? What do you want me to remember the most? What's the most important to you? Lightsabers were not about crystals. They were about your dick. Spaceships... <laughs> are not about welding sheet metal together. They are about your dick. Everything in Star Wars is about your dick, not not a bunch of shit you have to read on some Wikipedia somewhere. Not a bunch of it's not a bunch of mon A team style montages. The Mandalorian is about taking what's left deep, deep in your memory, reminding you of things that maybe you heard about Star Wars and dragging them out just so they can be ruined right in front of you. I Look, Boogie, I hate diversity as much as the next guy, but this is not a step away from that. This is a, this is a story about, this is a sad story about a divorced dad going from planet to planet with no real purpose in his life. This, it has absolutely no purpose. I still don't know what's so special about the stupid baby Yoda, and I don't want to watch all eight episodes to find out. It needs a purpose. All of these things need a purpose. It's like watching It's like watching John Favreau play with someone else's toys, just knocking them together without ever understanding where the toys come from, that this is supposed to be a series about hope. This is supposed to be about Arthurian legends come to life in space. It's not about not about whose power level is above who else's p power level. And they need to get back to that to be they need to get back to the basics for Star Wars to move forward and I wanted to and that's my time. Thank you gentlemen. Wow, bravo. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Can I get a quick can I get a quick rebuttal to that please? Yeah, I see your shorts is as big as mine. I had to that was a good quote. Exactly. But... Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dick understood that it's about your dick. It's not about all these crystals and horse shit. 
Dick, this this is my impression of your closing argument. You ready for this? You ready? Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what you fucking sound like, dude. Dick, would Go you like a rebuttal? The New episode <laughs> I gave I gave Boogie extra few seconds to give you Dick. Would you like your final three seconds as well? Uh, no. <laughs> Doesn't need it. Doesn't need it. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, I want to get uh, Ian and uh, Don. You can chime in. I just want to read some of the comments that have been coming in to support you guys, uh, just to sort of help. Uh, uh, Chris Zimmerman, this is the best thing ever. Thank you, Chris. Matt, uh, Nathan K.R., Boogies Extend, the universe argument can be used for the prequels, Nathan said. Okay, that's a good point. Uh, Ryan uh, Kennel from RK Outpost. Thank you, Ryan. I'll watch Revenge of the Sith all day before watching Big Daddy in space. Okay, Sound so you got a favor there. Uh, and then we also had, sorry, scrolling through, making sure I got through all these people. X, Big X, this is freaking amazing. Turned an okay day into a great one. Oh, I'm glad you're having oh, a better yay. day. Thank you. Good to hear. Sorry you're having a rough day. Shannon Lynch, thank you, Shannon. Very nice of you. This show allows us to explore the world and give it time it deserves. The machines yep. are actually threatening, and I'm curious what the plot is with the DNA. It's a good story, and it's told well. Yeah. Uh, Ghost of Bane says, end of day, the show is not good for Star Wars. The Last Jedi split the fan base, and it's been like that for two years. The show is the first thing generally liked by all fans, and healing those wounds oh so it is good for star wars i read that wrong amen uh it's amen. healing the wounds of fans that are hurt all right so guys at home you can start doing your don't spam it but there's an a and a b logo that you can share in the uh, chats uh special icons i think everyone gets those if not you might need to become a member uh or just to say uh, alpha bravo don't spam it with a million things because youtube actually punishes you if you do that uh but sh start sending in your votes of team uh alpha if you're with boogie uh for um Supporting Mandalorian, or if you're Team Bravo with Team Dick, uh, if you are against it, uh, you can start coming in now. Before I do that, though, Ian, Don, any quick things you want to add before I make this verdict? Because I, I think I have a decision, but anything to add? Or you I guys... mean, the show is definitely just predictive. You see where it's going, and but it's not giving you a lot. You saw it's... Baby Yoda in the first episode. You saw that I, coming? Yeah, I did. Oh, you <laughs> straight thing. I did. I, did. I, I did. knew that was going to be baby Yoda. Do anything. <laughs> uh, all right. This is this is tough. Uh, I don't use that catchphrase anymore very often, but I have to use it here because this is genuinely tough. And the, the as the votes are coming in, it's I want to see divisive. where they swayed. It is very back and forth. Uh, you guys are very divided here in the mm. comments as well. I mean, it is not a clear winner at, by any means. Um, wow, it is really back and forth, pretty <laughs> much. So kudos for that. Yeah. Um, look, I think my man brought an Ewok to the to yeah, the party. Yeah, dude, I <laughs> legit own I've a seen, Ewok. I've seen more Bravos come up. Star Wars. I was yeah. gonna say one of my problems with Boogie, because first of all, round of applause to both of you. Were, you were fantastic. Yeah, you I think, and I, I'm surprised yeah, because pleasure, I was rooting for. A, I'm a fan, but I think uh, what what surprised me was just that Dick actually made me reconsider some things that I feel like I was sort of blind to as a Star Wars. Like, yay, finally, it's so something good. And that line you had about um, the rebound relationship. I mean. That, that really spoke to me in a way that I, I, I it stuck with me the whole show because I'm like it really is like a bad, it's like a bad, it's a rebound from a really terrible relationship and you're like oh my god this person's not abusing me so I like them <laughs> you're so uh, great I don't get hit anymore so, 
Uh, Every episode you're flinching. Where I, then, so then, where I was looking for sort of what was the what what, what was the point of it? And I, and I and while I don't agree, it's Star Wars is just about your dick. I think you went you could have probably gone a little bit other, other directions there, Dick. I, I understand why you did, but there's more to Star Wars than I think, dicks. But I understand what you're saying too. Weirdly enough, uh, but there is more to it. There is hope uh, and stuff, as you said. Uh, and it is weirdly the Mandalorian isn't giving us that uh, and yeah. i wanted you to sort of give me more boogie as to what the hope is uh, you focused a lot on ewoks you did <laughs> you as your teammate i had to be like again with ewoks i'm still <laughs> mad <laughs> yeah clearly you need to see somebody about ewoks that have beaten the 80s uh so much hey, easier and they you, got hands. you also got caught up in the lucas stuff as i'm going through my notes i, I weirdly enough uh, Vin Diesel, the pacifier in space. There, there was so many, so many hits that whether I agree or not, Dick hit hard. <laughs> Pun intended. Uh, so, at the end of the day, based on these arguments, mm. I gotta surprisingly side with Dick for round one. Dick, you get the point. <laughs> Ah, right on. I think it was entertaining. Yeah. You both were entertaining. I mean, entertaining, I felt like we got yeah. a bit of Francis there un- unintentionally <laughs> also, so I appreciated that. Well, that, that was right, awesome, right. guys. I, I, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you, Dick. When you talked about the abusive relationship, I was like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> you're not wrong, dude. This has yeah, literally been a lifelong beating I've endured. Oh, yeah. So, I, yeah, and the I fact know. that you turned me, you, you turned me a fan to start reconsidering it was really the, the final nail in the coffin for me. So, Boogie, you did great. You did fantastic but I, I'm glad there you is. could see a little bit of uh, Dick's win there. So, Dick, you get the first point. Now, it's mm-hmm. not over. Uh, you guys are so much fun. I want to do a bonus round. Um, so, here we go. I'm gonna, I'm, spur, spur, I, I'm spurring two characters on you. We call this Who's the Best? I've picked two random characters. Uh, who would be the better mistress? Is, what we, is that what we decided? Yeah, I think yeah. we like that. Who would be the better mistress? We have Captain Marvel. And we have Ray. Mm. <laughs> Can I just cut my dick off? <laughs> Ray or Captain Mark? Now, uh, you, we have to flip ah. coins. Dick, you get to pick the, the flip. Hold on. Heads oh. or tails? And then you get I, to, heads Star or tails? Shit, like heads or tails? Rebellion? Heads or tails? tails? That seems out there. Heads or tails, heads. Dick? Heads? Okay, you didn't get it. So, Boogie, you get to pick. <laughs> You get to pick first, uh, Ray or Captain Marvel. Who would you like to pick? Dick will be stuck with the other one. Uh, you know, better mistress. No defending Captain Marvel. I'm taking Ray, man. Okay, so Boogie and Ian, Ray. Ray. you have Ray. Awesome. And so now, Adon and Dick, you are stuck with Captain Marvel. Since Ray, uh, since you picked first, you're going to go first, Boogie. So Dick has a moment because he ha- he didn't get to pick. Uh, Boogie, we go to you. Who's the best mistress? We have Ray versus Captain Marvel. Go. Look, look, let's be entirely honest with you. Neither of these are great choices, but we're taking the lesser of two evils. And a girl like Ray, she doesn't just have daddy issues. She's got mommy issues, too. She doesn't know who the fuck her family is, all right? If you show her the slightest amount of kindness and Finn did, you know you can wrap that girl around your little finger. She's going to give you everything you want, okay? And plus, let's be honest. What can she do with those force powers? I don't even know. All right, but forget Kegels, man. Metachlorians, that's the new hotness. All right, Dick. Hey, look, uh, what is the most important part of being a mistress is the secret. So I want somebody who has experience keeping a secret identity. Do you know what I'm saying? Plus, Captain Marvel has some gross-ass feet. I mean, I'm not a foot guy, but I could get into it if that's, if that's, what, she's come, if that's what she's bringing to the table. Uh, she's got a lot of stuff to do. 
Captain Marvel, she's got a whole galaxy to save. She's got a she's got a whole in game to run. She's got a Thanos to kill. I assume all the time, every day. That is perfect, man. Go, honey. Go do your shit. I just want to see you for like seven, eight minutes every couple of days, and then you can go take care of business. Ray is gonna be there all the time, crying, asking what she's doing wrong, asking who her dad is, and if the leaks are true. Uh, so I'm obviously he's Captain Feminism. I mean Captain Marvel all the way. Boogie, response there. <laughs> Yeah, the response is very simple. I mean, Captain Marvel, yeah, you're going to not want her there for eight minutes because she's not even going to want to bang you, dude. That Captain Marvel straight up, straight up hates men. I mean, have you seen the movie? Because I did. I've been paying attention. She don't like nobody with a penis. Ray, on the other hand, I'm just going to be honest with you. I think that girl is down to fuck. And I'm telling you, I will put on my Java costume, which is just me naked, okay? And she I will put her right. in nice. a slave Leia outfit, and the shit she will do, oh, okay? God. She'll put a uh, she'll put that lightsaber up my butthole. Who's oh, the hell? Okay, you're not. I'm helping. not afraid. I'm not afraid to let her peg me. <laughs> Death by lightsaber. <laughs> too um, much. All right. Well, I mean, too. I mean, not not uh, do your. I'm not going to kink shame you, Boogie. I'm just saying. I don't want to. <laughs> don't need to hear it all played out. Uh, uh, Don, Ian, anything you have to add? Well, everything he said about Captain Marvel, you could say about Ray. She'll be all over the galaxy fighting people and getting uh, lightsaber training. She she'll come back whenever you know. And oh, sorry, uh, but yeah, that would be my point. Uh, no, listen, the uh, Captain Marvel is perfect. For uh, having a mistress, like Ray wants that attachment. She's needy. She needs that uh, that affection. As soon as uh, like one man starts uh, like attaching to her, she's like, "I'm attaching to." Her. That's why how come uh, there was Swallow Ren uh, when he was uh, uh, showing her his her, his midriff. She goes, "Oh, put on a shirt." She's uh, like just going right for she him. She was checking him she out. She almost turned to the dark side for him. <laughs> where Captain Marvel's like, "Nah, we're gonna hit it and quit it. I'll come back for you. I'll, I'll, I'll teach you what it's about." Never you got that like, impression from her. In I know. Never. So is yeah, a mistress no. just about sex? I mean, is that really the f the main thing? I'm. I'm She's like a side piece. This girl will what fight my battles. Want a mistress yeah, well, I was you, trying to make you sure don't I understand. Want her to do your laundry, dude. That's what the yeah. wife is for. Yeah. yeah. What's and, sexier than you got something for me, Peter? Oh my God! I could hear that all day, every day. Has Ray ever said anything <laughs> so raw and sexual? I don't think so. Boogie, has she? You're offering me a job. Oh, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All I can think of is Captain Marvel going down on another woman while Dick jerks off in the corner crying because she doesn't want to touch him because he has a penis. Okay? Wow. Like, it's as simple as that. Like, you That's can't defend the girl that wants to get bent over the side. Of Are you kidding me? That I'm kind of ironclad feminist? Fuck I'm telling you, she's going to Lorena bob at you when you come at her with that lightsaber. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ray knows how to handle a lightsaber. Ray can handle a double lightsaber Ooh. if I'm feeling freaky. I got the Infinity Stone of Six of Erections over here. She could try to get it. She could try to rip that. She thing never off. wore it. All right. Wow. This is tough. Cap Go Cap ahead. Captain Marvel's been experienced. Before she went into space, she was hooking up with guys. Well, before that, she uh, she lived that life and with the ladies too. She uh, and on top of which, let's be honest, like she doesn't need to do anything to stay fit. She's uh, gonna be fit for life. I don't and know if all that's true, but he had a point with uh, her with the double-fisted lightsaber. Yeah, she knows how to handle a stick. I'm with him. So, all right. So, best. Uh, wow, interesting. Uh, we just got uh, Damien. Uh, Damien, thank you. Ray will force Skype Kylo during your hookup. Ooh. Hey, let's mm. make it a three-way. That, well, that's, is that good or bad? You know, that's what's weird. I've been hey, thinking well, about some of these I mean, bad, but the truth is, uh, I think you made a good point. You want your mistress to really do great, the crazy shit you don't get anywhere mm -hmm. else. All right. So, mm -hmm. final, a final pitch, and I'm going to base it off this. 
Boogie and Dick, pitch me the weirdest thing you're going to get with your person uh, as your mistress. Boogie, go. What's 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 selling me uh, with Ray? What's your what's the hookup going to be? Once again, I hate to retread this ground, but I just want to be honest with you. I know that I can go full on job of the hut with that girl because she's going to let me chain her up, put her in that slave lay outfit and do whatever I want to. And you know what? She'll call me daddy because she has no clue who her real daddy is. <laughs> Jesus. All right, Dick, what's your ultimate fantasy? Look, have you ever had an infinity stone up your ass? No. Pick your pick whatever color you want, but I want to try it. That's my closing argument. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't even, so skip right I'm past the scrolls and just go right for the Infinity Stones. Right there. I don't care. Shut that time stone up my ass. I, I don't, I do it but don't you have to snap it? I, can you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to find that out. Would sound, yeah, it would just, I think you just have like a rock up there. Would it actually work? It, it would be like a plug. And then, then like, uh, like I mean, when who doesn't they, when want they the twerk, Slave Leia fantasy? Everybody likes the Slave Leia fantasy. Ah, man, I'm not... I, look, I was this, grossed out by Boogie a lot in the beginning, but look, he went there, and that's what you want uh, with your mistress, and you went gross. So I guess, weirdly, I got to go give Boogie the point on that one. Uh, Boogie oh, definitely out-creeped Dick, surprisingly. <laughs> sure, go watch your naked hands. Jabba fantasy. So we got to do a tiebreaker here. Uh, all right, uh, I got two... Uh, uh, hold on, one more. Hold on a second, I got this because I didn't... That's have, too funny. Uh, so I, we're, we're for the tiebreaker round. You ever had an infinity stone up your ass? Wow. <laughs> that shit was funny. Power. <laughs> All right. You guys are funny. Dick, give me a, give me a profession or something. Uh, profession? I'm really improv this. Uh, a chimney uh, sweep. Chimney sweep? Uh, yeah. With the two figures. Give me one more. Taxidermist. Taxidermist. Uh, no. Uh, give me one more. <laughs> a golf I've... pro. Golf pro. A tennis racket stringer. We know what kind like of neighborhood a, he lives in. A what? A haberdasher. Haberdasher. <laughs> They're so specific. Give me garbage something a little man. broader. You're going to argue the best between these two. A garbage man. Uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, how about... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm just... Because I don't think either of those are going to work for those two. I can bring two new ones down, right? Yeah. Just grab them at random. A salesman. Oh, which one? Bible a cell salesman? phone salesman. A cell phone salesman. Okay, let's try okay. that. Okay. Uh, let's try that. That actually, uh, they're but they're both kind of too I, good for I, it. I, I <laughs> yeah. Uh, cell phone. Okay, let's do a better cell phone salesman. We have Tony Stark, and we have Bruce Wayne. Okay. Uh, Dick, you get to pick. Uh, well, actually, I'm gonna let me keep it fair because uh, heads or tails. Uh, Boogie, you won the last round. Uh, let's go heads. It was tails. So, Dick, would you like bat? I mean, they're kind of the same, right? But they're they're different. Tony Stark or Bruce Wayne? Who's going to give you the best cell phones? Oh, uh, let's go Tony Stark. Okay, so uh, Don, you got Tony, and then Boogie, you got. Uh, all right, I, no, you, yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I can't. You reversed on my screen. All right, fast. Last one here. Who's going to be the best cell phone salesman, Bruce Wayne or Tony Stark? Uh, and okay. uh, you picked first, uh, Dick. So you have to go first. Okay. Um, look, Tony Stark could talk you into anything. He, I mean, he was, oh, he was, uh, banging, um, the playmates of the month already in the first three minutes of that movie. Wasn't he referencing that? Has Batman ever actually worked a day in his life or does he just sit around his house practicing the blade like the world's biggest incel? crying about his dead parents and learning how to kung fu fight. That's pretty much all Batman does. 
Tony Stark has a company to run, motherfucker. He sells stuff. He sells arms to the U.S. government. Tony Stark is going to be up against Hawaii, so, uh, the Chinese company Huawei selling cell phones, while Batman is training little boys to be his friend in his cave in the dark. Um, Tony Stark has style. Tony Stark is who everybody wants to be. Batman's identity is a secret, and everyone kind of hopes he keeps it that way because he creeps everybody out. <laughs> Nobody wants a weird bat phone. They want they want the Tony. They want the Iron Man of phone, man. They want the uh, transforming phone. They want Jarvis talking to them on their phone. They want they don't want Alfred. Alfred sucks, and he's old. Oof, there you go. Alfred sucks. Okay, Boogie. Uh, Tony why? could sell you the extended warranty. That's how good of a salesman <laughs> Tony is. He sold us that goatee. Tony Stark sold us that that goatee is cool, and it looks fucking stupid. All right, Boogie. Let me ask you guys a question. Where is she? Where is she? You'll know where she is when she shares her location from her brand new Bruce Wayne bat phone. That's right. We've come out to let the world know that Bruce Wayne is Batman, and he's now helping the world by creating a, a, an incredible phone. And I got a quick question for you, by the way. You know who's going to be better at selling cell phones nationwide? Because I, he, you seem to think that uh, Tony Stark scored to what, sell them at, at Verizon? This is what it sounds like you're talking about here? No, Bruce Wayne is just going to do a nice TV ad, and then he's going to go bang literally every reporter in all of Gotham, okay? But you know how I know? Do you know how I know Bruce Wayne is still going to be a better salesman? Because Bruce Wayne's still alive and Tony Stark st oh. uh, snapped himself to death, dumbass. Oh, we're going the dead approach. Interesting. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, he faked his death. So, yeah, that makes well pu uh, good publicity. I came back after uh, uh, tax evasion. So let's just be honest. Iron Man is the better one for uh, you know, doing uh, cell phones. We literally have cell phones that have been designed after Iron Man in real life. We don't have cell phones that are designed for Batman in real life. This man was talking on cell phones in the seventies. Adam that, West was on was was killing was killing um Amen. sharks while he was talking. Iron Man's a living phone. his entire body. I in need, a cell all right, phone. so wait, all, Iron Man's doing better. I need to hear a bit more of why Batman is the better salesman <laughs> here. So yes. Ian or Boogie, I need a, one more point uh, or. Okay. Why is the bat phone? <laughs> why is the bat phone up now. <laughs> or Bruce Wayne the better cell phone provider? Uh, Boy, that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> man, it is hard. I, just, I love I, I love Iron Man so much. I just I'm trying, man. This guy is Listen. tech savvy. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Try okay. it. Try it. Yeah, go. All right. Here's the thing. It's all about branding. All right. <laughs> Tony Stark. Okay. Stark Industries. Great. All right. That's fine. They make a lot of weapons. They make a lot of stuff that people object to. Okay. But you know what? You can use your Bat phone in your Batmobile on your way to your private. Oh, it bat comes jet, with a Batmobile. Okay? And see, now right? you're selling. So every oh, phone yeah. comes with a Batmobile. That's what I'm saying. And it's it comes with a little brand. boy. The same way Apple put yes. their fingers in everything. Bruce is going to put his finger in there ah, too. The Bat phone with the Bat car, like Apple. Okay. Now he's on the board. Dick. Look, Batman can't even uh, can't even fight his inner demons. Do you think he could take on AT and T, or the most <laughs> evil company in the world? I don't think so. You're gonna need Tony Stark for that. You're gonna need the guy who could take on the Hulk to take on AT and T. Uh, Batman will get Batman will get locked. Batman will be taking on Calendar Man while his company is locked out of local mar local 5G markets. Tony Stark is a businessman. He's a businessman through and through, and that's what he brings to the cell phone game. Absolutely. 
It's like, yeah, I, but you know what Batman does? And this is what I think is important. Batman is going to focus on the poor people of Gotham, the poor people of this nation. The people are watching this very podcast who want to gladly donate the chime in because they don't have the money. He's going to subsidize that bad phone and put it into the hands of the people because nice. that's the kind of man Bruce Wayne and Batman oh. is. Ding, 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 ding. All right, that's the time. Uh, was, you got closer there. I got to be honest uh, there at the end, but I, I still think uh, it's hard to argue think, the tech savvy guy. Yeah, I think uh, Dick yeah, ended no up taking shit. it. <laughs> it really is like so he's all about his tech. Our first winner here of this battle that I hope we can do again someday because you guys are amazing. Dick Masterson wins Nerd Wars. Bravo, bravo, sir. Bravo, bravo, bravo. I see you get to plug first. Dick Masterson, what would you like to plug to the audience that's watching? Where can people find you? The Dick Show, yes? <laughs> Dick.show, thedickshow.com, patreon.com slash thedickshow. Every Tuesday it comes out, podcast. Wow, brilliant. Every Tuesday. Thanks for having me on. It was a lot of fun, and thanks for coming on. Boogie, you thanks. get to plug, too. Boogie2988 on YouTube. Uh, what's going on with you? Anything else you would like to tell the audience about? Well, everybody probably knows about my main channel or my Twitch streams and stuff. I started a new channel. When I got gastric bypass surgery two years ago, um, they told me to pick a non-scale victory, and my non-scale victory was to get out into the world and travel. I tried that content on my main channel, but it just didn't work, so I created a brand-new channel on YouTube called Boogie Travels. If you subscribe right now, you're going to be one of the first – 40,000 people to subscribe to that channel. I'm hoping it's going to blow up. Um, if you want to see me doing, getting the hell scared out of me in, in theme parks and, and haunted houses, you want to see me riding rides at Disneyland or, or going into weird museums and documenting it, that's the place to be. You want to see me out triumphing and, and, and kicking the world's ass after losing that weight, that's the place to do it. Good for you, man. Good for losing the weight, doing your good out there, off the internet. I love that. I love mm. that uh, message. We all need to get the f fuck off the internet, but not yet, because we're about to do the after show. So stay tuned and then <laughs> jump off the internet. Uh, but I want to thank uh, Ian and Adon here. Uh, thank you guys in studio for coming, as always. Anything uh, you got? Nerd Tots. We got the controversy. The controversy. YouTube yeah, plugs are down there, so go subscribe to them. Uh, they need your love, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you are not yet a member, you can go hit join. Uh, and we do a quick after show. If you guys can stick around for just two more minutes, I want to say goodbye to you there. Uh, and then you guys can split. Uh, and then we'll talk a little bit longer. So come hang out with us for a bit more over on the after show. You go to the community tab on YouTube. If you are a member, those members have already joined, the ones who joined today. Thank you so much. Come over, join us. The unlisted link is there, as well as on Patreon. Uh, so you can see our uh, after show war stories. We will share stories of the war and that we have some stuff to talk about. And I have a question, a couple questions for you, Boogie, if you can stick around for a minute. Uh, so thank sure. you guys so much for watching. That's been so much fun. I hope you guys will come back uh dick you have now upgraded you'll be back on our championship round if you're game for it uh fantastic hey. job uh thanks to everybody who was watching that was an amazing group of people watching today so thank you come back every tuesday yeah, and yeah, thursday yeah. and actually while i have you go check out my last video i'm doing a new show as people may not know i don't get to do nerd war or, i'm sorry uh honest trailers anymore <laughs> uh because i no longer work for them and it's uh, it is what it is but i i that whole thing was like my my everything like i just that's how i like to criticize and like be comedic about movies and so i've tried a new format it's called uh, roast reactions you can go check them out uh it's it's different uh people oh, it's not the same it's different but it's a sort of way for me to scratch that itch i'd be grateful for your support if you go check it out there's three of them up now uh that you can watch in the channel that you've, you're right here on so if you're watching now and you want to go check it out and give that a like it mean a lot to me so thanks so much go check that out check out all these people the links are all in the description uh so thank you so much for everybody watching we'll be back in one minute uh on war stories in the community tab if you remember here at popcorn planet thanks so much everybody bye